I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing, especially you comics. Yes. Um, we have some good tips. Hey, Jason Medberry. How's it going, Judy Carter? Well, it is, it is going. I wanted to talk today about making it real. Ooh, making it real. Make, making it real. I know so many of our listeners, and by the way, thank you so much for your positive reviews. We read all of them, especially I read every single one. When I get down and depressed, <laughs> I go, oh, I am worthy to live another day. Yeah. I have a podcast that is yeah, affecting and, people. And thank you for those in the past who have sent us uh, topics, things you want us to discuss. That's still an open window. Hit us up. You know, let us know things you want us to talk about. If there's a particular subject, certain area, certain things, you know, some sort of specific topic, let us know. And we will we will talk about it here on the show. One hundred percent. So, like I said, I want to talk about making it real. So during the pandemic and actually before the pandemic, I have been writing what I want to be my swan song. I have this image and I've had it for a long time of this solo show that I wanted to do. They're called one person shows, a solo show. Mm -hmm. And um, and so bef before the pandemic, I wrote something, I put up a reading of it, it was a mess. And I thought the script was, it's brilliant, it's so good. <laughs> you know? Oh my God, this is gonna be, this is gonna be it for me. I'm going to Broadway anyway. So I had a reading, I invited way too many people and it was a bit embarrassing because it was long, it was tedious. Nobody knew what it was about. It, it had, I threw everything about my life into it and it was just one friggin' mess. And I have spent two years rewriting it, Jason. Mm. And, and then I thought it was really good and okay, it's good. And I sent it to some people I really trust and they go, mm, not so much, uh. not so good. So, okay, that's two years. Well cut to the latest draft where I just threw it, took, tore it all apart, found somebody I really trusted as a dramaturg. Do you know what a dramaturg is? Oh, yes. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know. It's a weird spelling, too. Mm -hmm. It's like drama, T-U-R-G. Yep. I, I, I don't know where, what language it's from. but it doesn't, I think it just translates to dramatic researcher. Or something like that. That's what it comes oh, down yeah. to. It's well, like a scientific approach to drama, uh, where they <laughs> where they go in and they you know they they very you know they they look at your your okay. context, your legs, the things that make the the show real, and uh, and, and they kind of analyze it and tell you, well, this doesn't really work, and this doesn't make sense, and this you know, thing, and you should have some more research here. And right. All that good stuff. Well. I guess I got a comedy tour, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> because my show's a comedy, mm -hmm. and it's about my life as America's first and probably only uh, female magician mm -hmm. and and how um, I struggled in that field. Because you might have noticed, since I started God knows how many decades ago, there's still, can you name a, a, a female magician? Not without Google. Right, not without Google. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons why um, people do not like women tricking them. 
So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I finally got a draft, mm-hmm. and the reaction has been, this is great. This is wonderful. And I know a lot of you listening today have, like, especially during the pandemic, you've been busy writing, you've been discovering. Maybe you have a finished script. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have um, a set that you've done, Mm -hmm. like a set that you've written. Maybe you've done it on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, You have something. You have something that you feel is ready. You have a project. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and what's so aggravating, I know one of my um, clients who I help her with stand-up is a doctor, Mm -hmm. and what she doesn't understand is that there's no clear path for stand-up comics or creative people. Yeah. Like, she went, well, wait a second, I don't understand. I went to medical school, right? I became a doctor, and then I interned, and there's a clear path, and then I'm successful, Mm -hmm. you know, doctor, and it's like, I went to comedy classes. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got, I got certified by the government as a, as a professional comic. You know, I took <laughs> I my, didn't know there was a certification. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe I, but president. that's what people are expecting sometimes is they think it's like, you know, it's like becoming a lawyer. Like I passed my bar exam. So now I'm officially a lawyer. I just have to get it. It's like, no, it's, there is no, there is no uh, certification process for comics. There is no yeah. governing or body. Actors. Or actors. Even actors. Or stunt people or anyone in the entertainment industry, really. Yeah, do you know that there's a the film and TV acting school in Hollywood? I think the tuition is two hundred thousand, and you come out of there with a degree. But I'm uncertain if you come out of. I've never been to an uh, an audition. To go, excuse me, can can I see your acting degree? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? Never happened. It's never happened. Never happens. Yeah. They don't read a thing. They just look at your picture. Okay, you look right for the part or you look unright. Then maybe glance at your resume. But it's really, you know. Yeah, it's a definitely <laughs> in the moment kind of job. You know, it is. You'll be decide. So, people will decide if they're going to, you know, use you or hire you or help produce the thing you're trying to create in the room. They're not going to figure that out based off credentials or testimonials or your mom telling right. everyone how funny you are. And I know, you know, when you're at a party or people say, oh, you're a comic or you're an actor or you're a writer. Oh, so what have you done? Mm-hmm. And then that proceeds to be you going like, uh, bleh, 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 yeah. well, uh, well. Uh, I'm uh, working on this. I'm trying to get I'm this started. I'm taking I've classes. Done I've done a class. I'm in this program, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we make it real? And I have some ideas here of what I'm doing and throughout the uh, Purpose, Power of Purpose uh, podcast, I will be revealing my progress on this. So the first step is now that I've sweated and I've worked, God knows how many, how many years, how many hours on this script, finished product. And my next step is, what do I want? Well, I envision it up at a theater, Mm -hmm. okay? I want to see it at a theater. And so I don't know which theater. I need a producer. I'm going to need a director. I'm going to need all these things. But eventually, what do I want? I want it up at a theater. And then I just sent an email 
to a theater near me and said, well, how much would it cost to once a week, um, you know, have a rehearsal at your theater? Mm -hmm. It ended up it wasn't very much money. And it's right near where I live on the west side of L.A., and I decided, like, why am I doing this? Why? And I went, you know why, Jason? To make it real. Got to make it real. Yeah. You got to have something I, physical. I, one of my favorite ones that you recommend uh, when you talk about writing, because this is writing is a very sort of ethereal thing. It's like, yes, there's there's words on your computer or words on your notepad or words on, on whatever. But your advice on you know, make the book a real thing. Print out a cover. Print out a back uh, thing. Put a bunch of blank pages and set it on your desk so you see a physical book there. Even if it's even if you made it with construction paper and and school paper, you know, from Target or whatever. But make it real. Make it a physical thing that you can look at and pick up and remind you of why you're doing that. That's such a great, you know, piece of advice to to make something real that's that's imaginary in that moment. Yeah, and I I forgot that I did that, but that's, I mean, I have published, I think, what, seven, eight, nine books now, Mm -hmm. um, and they're doing well, and and I did that. Like, I've I've had such writer's block, but you're so right. It's do the cover of your book, which you can do, anybody can do on Canva. I mean, it doesn't cost any money. So I just want to get back to this play that I envision at a theater. And I envision it in New York at Mm -hmm. a theater. I don't envision it in L.A. I envision it in New York. And so I'm renting a theater. And what do I expect to do with the theater? Well, for the first week, um, it might be just me and a friend who's going to be in yeah. the audience listening, right? It might be, but it's the idea to to get it where closer to where it needs to be, mm-hmm. okay? And I anticipate, this is what I anticipate happening. I anticipate that taking this bold action... And this investment, although it's not very much money, maybe, you know, $70 a week or something, 100 bucks a week, whatever, to rent the theater. Um, I imagine that that's going to create something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I It might create... It just makes it more real because if it's a solo theater, you know, a a solo show, a show needs to be in a theater. Mm -hmm. So I am putting it in a theater and then I might have readings of it, you know, not have it memorized, just the script on stage. I'm going to invite my magic consultants and get magic better um, coaching on the magic elements of it for the show and have them be in the audience. And I'm just going to make it real. Yeah. And so I'm now I'm <laughs> I, okay. Let's come back in a month to this. And I, I think it'll be exciting to hear, Oh my God, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know yet what's going to happen, 
but I think this would be a weekly investment of money and my time to have it up on that theater, yep. on that stage, to be standing up, not sitting in front of a computer, mm -hmm. and to invite other people with me. So yeah. that's Well, you're, you're talking about a couple on. different things here, which is really great, because number one, you're, you're, you're making an investment. And anyone who makes an investment in anything is going to be more serious about that thing, period. And that might be a time investment, it might be a money investment, mm -hmm. but you're doing both. You're saying, okay, I need to make this thing real. I need to make it happen. So I'm going to sacrifice my time. I'm going to sacrifice my money. I'm going to invest both of those things into. Now, it, you're not saying, oh, I'm going to I'm going to already renting a, you know, a theater in New York already. And I'm I hired someone to build sets and already. It's like, no, you're just starting with the first step to make it real, which requires, a, you know, a sacrifice and an investment of time and sometimes money and you know, it doesn't have to be gigantic, but it needs, needs to be something that makes it serious, makes it a thing in your mind, makes it a priority. There's a big difference between saying, well, I want this theater, you know, or I want this theater space. So maybe I'll email some people and I'll see what they have to say. And maybe I'll, I'll you know, in a couple of weeks, I'll call someone from it. It's like, no, I'm going to go out and I'm going to rent a theater space. And then I'm going to go physically mm -hmm. into that theater space. So even if you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish in the first week, you're still in the space. You've established an environment. You've made it serious and you've made it real. Real yes, things require also, those two things. I've also, I'm making it larger because I at the very end, I vanish mm -hmm. um, from the stage. And to do that um, is a very elaborate illusion. And mm -hmm. I've also hired an illusionist. Now, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get a producer or direct. What I'm going to get, I do ha did have somebody who offered to produce it, but they wanted um, to own it, you know. And I went, you know what? I, I'm not ready to let go of my baby yet yep. until I discover what it is. So mm -hmm. I just felt like, let me try and make this the best it can ever be. And let me just you know, get it ready and astonish people and then have a backers audition. But I'm going, you know, there comes a point in all of our lives. And I think when we get older, it's, it's more obvious. Mm -hmm. If not now, when? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. If not now, when? And so many times in my life, um, I, I actually did this when I was in my uh, early 30s. And my mom had died and I was very lost. And I went, you know, I'm just going to take, I, I got left some money. Mm -hmm. It was uh, like $20,000 at the time. And I took that money and I bought a computer. And it was right when computers were just coming out and they were just these big, heavy, clunking things with mm -hmm. no graphics or pictures or anything. And you know, I don't, we didn't even have, uh, I don't think we had internet then. They were just like a way to write. Mm -hmm. um, and... And I just didn't. And I and I rented a theater even before I wrote the script. Mm -hmm. And 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 that changed my life. It got optioned by Warner Brothers. Yep. I got Merv Griffin came to see it and put me on a show. I mean, so much happened from that. So yeah. make it real, people. Yeah, it was just so. It's yeah. it's you're you're doing a couple things because you're not only making it real in the physical sense, you're also creating momentum for yourself, which is huge. And a lot of people, like, 
outsource that to other people. They're like, well, when so-and-so or when this and that happens, then I'll dedicate more time to it. And then it, no, you have to generate your own momentum. You have to generate your own action, which means you have to go out there. So even if like the, the other thing I like about what you're doing is you're saying, all right, I'm going to do this over a course of a couple weeks. I'm not just picking one day and like if it if I feel the magic then yes, if not then I'll give up. It's like no, I know this is going to be a process. I know this is going to be a thing. So I have to make it real, make it serious and say, "All right, over the next 5 months or what however long it takes or whatever your your plan is, but you're staying, okay, next week I'll do it and then maybe the week after and the week after that and whatever the case may be going forward, but then there's a reality to what you've done. You said, wow, I have now made this commitment. I have now invested in this commitment and this is going to push me to do the things I need to be doing. 100%. And here's the thing. You know, a lot of people have, I need to get an agent. I need to get an agent. I need somebody else to come around and make things happen in my career. Mm -hmm. And here, here is the litmus test. If you don't believe in yourself, How can you get other people to believe in you? So we all have to do something out of our comfort zone, something a bit daring to to make it real, to make it happen. And uh, I mean, I I think if 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 you're a comic, um, you got to get out to a club and then a lot of people will bitch and moan like I can't find any place to perform. I can't find any place to perform. And and they're in like LA and New York. Well, you know, get find someone who has a car, another comic, and, you know, get to New Jersey where there's a lot more comedy clubs and a lot less competition. If you're in LA, drive to Reseda, drive to the Valley, drive to, um, you know, Claremont, drive to get out of you know, everybody goes to the three most major clubs, and yeah. and but you've got to get on stage somehow. Mm-hmm. And very often, um, and I think we're going to do another podcast on this mm-hmm. on on about um, the marketing of what you do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that is that is what I'm th- what yeah. I'm doing to make it real. Yeah, and I think, you know, just for 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 there's a lot of different ways you can go at this. You know, the big things to keep in mind is this is an investment. You have to keep in mind that you're investing in yourself in whatever this thing is to make your project real. So, you know, if it's not writing a play and renting a theater to do that, if it's not going out and trying to find clubs to to perform at as comics, you know, it it can go as far as joining a class uh, that you know is scheduled in a certain length of time going, you know, I know like a lot of people have been inspired by things like writer's retreats and things like that because it forces them to go and they mm-hmm. know they have a thing on the calendar that they have to go. Uh, but yeah, the, the moment you start materializing these things on your own is the moment you generate the momentum that professionals who are getting paid to do this all the time have to consistently create for themselves, you know? Yes, having money is a big motivator. That is a huge motivator for things, and yes, let me go. But if that's literally the only way that you get motivated, then you're never going to survive. You're never going to make your dream happen. You have got to generate that momentum by making it real and really making that serious investment in yourself, not only with your time, but sometimes with your money as well. 
100%. So in closing, I'm just going to say, what can you do to make what you do real? How, if it's a book that you want people to hold and touch and, um, you know, get the cover designed, go to Fiverr and get yeah. the cover designed by, you know, for you know, very little money. Yeah. Um, put some investment to say, I believe in myself. And if you're a stand-up comic, you know, find a showcase, find some place that you can, you know, take the material that you've created that's on your um, computer and try it out in front of an audience. And if you can't find an audience at a comedy club, well, then create your own event. Mm -hmm. Create something where you could stand up for yourself and say, I believe in myself. If you have a script and you want, you know, like you're, it's starring you and you want to do it, mm-hmm. well, oh, God, get a camera for yeah. it. <laughs> what yeah, get a camera. Get Nothing. A Produce a scene. Create an animatic. Create a storyboard. Create a mood board, a vision board about it. Create, you know, you know, go in deep with your characters. Create a world vibe. There's so many different things you can do to make yeah. those types of it- things real. I'm saying you don't have to do your whole movie, but what you can do is a scene from your movie yep. and create a scene for money and then create a, a pitch deck. Yep. And if you don't know what a pitch deck is, you need to know what a pitch deck is. It's a visual presentation, so you just don't go, here's my script. Mm-hmm. You have a visual graphic presentation of who you are, who you think the cast members will be, who's going to come to it. Mm-hmm. So get that together. Get your shit together. Get it out there because you need to make it real. For your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's the message of you.com. Hey, 